Your tri-state weather today, clearing skies this afternoon with a high of 63, partly cloudy with a low of 41 tonight and on Tuesday, partly to mostly sunny, breezy during the afternoon and cooler with a high of 56. Right now, 60 degrees at 104 FM WIKY. A community in Mooring pays tribute to Boonville High School's Ashton Pryor, who died in a traffic accident Friday morning. The Warwick County Sheriff's Office says the 17-year-old was southbound on Ashby Road near Gentry Road when her car hit a guardrail and overturned. Pryor was a Boonville High School junior and a softball standout. Her sophomore sister, Peyton, was with her and suffered minor injuries. More than 100 people came out Sunday to support the Pryor family and to remember Ashton. Holland, Indiana, is mourning the loss of four of their residents killed in a crash. The accident happened on Saturday just before 6 p.m. on Highway 231 near Crisney. An investigation showed that a Toyota Tundra was traveling northbound on U.S. 231 and collided with a Jeep Grand Cherokee traveling westbound from State Road 245. The victims are 27-year-old Michael Seeger, 60-year-old Donna Cassidy, 23-year-old Fernanda Valencia, and 65-year-old Bernard Gepner. A small dog was also killed. Worshippers at Jimmy Carter's hometown church showed their support Sunday and prayed for the 39th president after his foundation revealed the 98-year-old is terminally ill. Jimmy Carter served as president from 1977 to 1981 and had suffered many medical setbacks in recent years. ABC's Faith Aubrey has more on that. He's 98 years old. He suffered multiple falls a few years ago, which caused him a black eye. He had 14 stitches on his forehead after one of those falls. Um, he's had hip surgery uh, that was in 2019 because of a fall. And add to all of that, he was diagnosed with cancer back in 2015 that spread to his liver and brain. Uh, he's had surgery to relieve pressure on his brain. He was hospitalized for a urinary tract infection. And as he gets older and older, he's just had a lot to deal with health-wise. A shooting at an apartment complex in Madisonville has left one person dead. On Sunday, police were called to Cross Creek Apartments off Island Ford Road. 21-year-old Ronald Amar was arrested and charged with murder and possession of a handgun by a convicted felon. He's in the Hopkins County Jail. Investigators found that 20-year-old Cortez Greenwood had taken the gun from the scene. He told officers he hid the gun at a relative's house to help his friend. He, too, was jailed. The victim in that shooting has now been identified as 27-year-old as Terrence Minor of Erlington. Indianapolis Metropolitan Police were called to Castleton Square Mall Friday afternoon on a report of shots fired. Arriving units found a person shot and receiving first aid, including a tourniquet from mall security officers. The 18-year-old victim was taken to a local hospital and was reported in stable condition. IMPD re believes the incident was between two groups that led to shots being fired. Mall security confiscated a gun at the scene. A person of interest was questioned and has been released. 
Mixed emotions about a return to classes today at Michigan State University one week after a mass shooting there. ABC's Brian Clark has details. Students returned to class today at Michigan State University a week after three were fatally shot and five others were wounded. This is our campus and we're not letting anybody take that from us. Student body president Joe Kovacs says most students are ready to be back together. But for those who are not, the interim provost Thomas Wyichko says the university has asked professors to help. We've asked them to extend grace and sympathy and empathy to their students. The two buildings where the shootings took place will be closed for the rest of the semester. Brian Clark, ABC News. Evansville police arrested 43-year-old John Adams after he was caught burglarizing Wright Steel. Officers responded to the 1400 block of West Florida Street when an alarm company tipped them off about 7.30 Sunday morning. A canine officer gave verbal commands for Adams to come out or he'd be bitten by a dog. Adams was found behind a cubicle with his hands up. The owner of the business's emails were open, where it appeared Adams was attempting to find information. The suspect was taken to jail on multiple charges and on three outstanding warrants. More than two weeks after the fiery crash released dangerous chemicals into the air and the Ohio River, FEMA is sending help to residents. ABC's Monica Kosser Abdi is outside East Palestine with news on Norfolk Southern CEO's Alan Shaw's ongoing response. During his second visit to the disaster site since the derailment, Shaw met with residents and local leaders. I'm here to support the community, and um, if you'll excuse me, that's where I'm headed right now to meet with some community members. Over the weekend, saying in an open letter, the company has implemented a comprehensive testing program to ensure the safety of East Palestine's water, air, and soil. And in a Facebook update last night, East Palestine's mayor said the cleanup is going well, but warned it will be ongoing for the foreseeable future. Evansville Museum of Arts, History and Science received funding from Vandenberg County. Commissioners Cheryl Musgrave and Ben Shoulders presented them a check for $201,667. The funds were in part from the American Rescue Plan Act, the money will allow the museum to expand their operating hours this year and next. Another alligator caught in New York City. Yes, another in a long and mysterious history. ABC's Chuck Severson. It didn't even hop an elevator. Park officials grabbed a four-foot-long alligator from a lake in Brooklyn's Prospect Park Sunday. Described as illegal, lethargic, and possibly cold-shocked since its home is tropical climates. It was taken to the Bronx Zoo for rehab. Gators caught near or in New York City sewers are a century-old myth because of news coverage when the city rescues any of several alligators a year. Usually pets abandoned when no longer tiny and cute. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. You're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM WIKY. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The stock market is closed today for President's Day, but shares were mixed on Friday. The S&P 500 lost a quarter of a percent. The Nasdaq Composite surrendered six-tenths. The Dow gained 130 points. Ericsson is the latest tech company to announce layoffs. It plans to cut about 1,400 jobs in Sweden as the telecommunications equipment giant grapples with slowing demand for its 5G gear. United Airlines is launching new technology to open up more seats on its flights so that children can sit with the adults in their party without paying an additional fee. 
Those extra charges have drawn criticism from the Biden administration in recent months. 300,000 bottles of Starbucks vanilla Frappuccino have been recalled because the ready-to-drink beverages may contain pieces of glass. PepsiCo produces that beverage. It sells it in grocery and convenience stores, not in Starbucks locations. Jim Ryan, ABC News.